0: Well, the weather outside is frightful, says the old song, but the fire is so delightful, and since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. This is the After Dinner Scholar Podcast from Wyoming Catholic College, and I'm your host, Dr. Jim Tonkwich. While you and I sit here beside a delightful fire, or at least assuming you live in a cool climate, delightful central heating, our Wyoming Catholic College freshmen are spending a few nights in their quinsies, giant mounds of snow that have been hollowed out to form shelters in the shadow of the Teton Range. This seems an odd way to prepare for another rigorous semester of Latin theology, philosophy, humanities, math, and science. Yet we consider snow camping, the so-called freshman winter trip, to be a vital part of a Wyoming Catholic college education. I asked Carl Eby, Wyoming Catholic college class of 2013 and now assistant director of our outdoor leadership program to shed a little light on the
1: freshman winter trip. So the the purpose of the freshman winter trip is really to help them understand that the winter is not this big, frightening, terrifying thing that they can't Go out and explore and, and encounter creation in that way. Um, the purpose is, is for them to have fun, for them to, to thrive and not merely survive. As far as what goes on, it's fairly simple. It's a few days of cross-country skiing, a couple nights out camping in the snow, and one day of downhill skiing. Yeah, they get a little bit of they get a little bit of introduction here in Lander. Before they go out, we spend some time out on the golf course practicing and learning how to, you know, step in and step out of the skis, how to how to kick and glide and uh, get up when you fall over. <laughs> um, then we drive out to Jackson. Uh, we spend the majority of our time there in Grand Teton National Park. We do a couple, uh, one day of preparation when we go out and we mound snow. Uh, and then we spend the night in the church uh, there in Jackson. Then we go out, hollow the hollow the mounds out. They sleep in the in the mounds. They're called Quincy's, um the way we build them. And yeah, and it's mostly games, uh, mostly games and cooking, <laughs> and it's it's all about just having fun and like recognizing this is not this terrifying thing because half of our students are from places that don't really get much snow. And even the ones that are familiar with snow are not used to like five or six feet of snow like we sometimes get out there. So it's it's really fun for them to, to recognize like, hey, the, the cold is not something to be afraid of and that, that I can in fact survive and enjoy this type of environment. But then it's also really cool. It's a unique setup because it's the entire class all at once doing one thing. It's, it's different from the 21 day trip because they're all in their own little sections. They're all in groups of 10 to 15 students for their 21 day backpacking trip. For the winter trip, they're all together. Now for the, for the actual overnight portion, they're in their small groups, but that's only two nights out of the week. The rest of the time, they're hanging out with their friends, they're playing, they're mingling between groups. And hi- historically, that's when I have seen kind of the most class unity develop, is beginning with, with that trip not not, a, not immediately apparent, but beginning there, like that's that's really cool. You said they play games. What what yeah. kind of games? All kinds of games. Um, mostly games to keep you warm. <laughs> um, that's that's the big part of it, right? It's <laughs> but if not we, too warm. <laughs> but not too warm. We don't want we don't want to get sweaty and wet. Um, it's it's just to just to stay warm. The the students might play chicken taco or big booty is another really popular one. Or we'll play uh, the fox and the hound, which is a big. Big game. You stomp out a circle, and there's like spokes on the wheel to the center, and it's basically tag, but you can only run around the the outside circle or on the on the spokes, and the only safe spot is the exact center. So it's it's tag in a very confined space. But yeah, lot, lots of games that involve just like running around, uh, moving stuff, keeping keeping rhythm, keeping beat. Um, yeah, just mostly stuff to keep warm. You also build a snow altar. Yes, absolutely. So the snow altar is a really big part of the trip for a lot of a lot of the groups. So be- because we only have a few priests and we've got a bunch of different groups, and because we're in the national park, we're not allowed to bring everyone together for mass, but we are allowed to pair groups up for mass. So we'll have you know two groups with students and leaders. It's usually about twenty-five people get together and build an altar out of snow, and so the we'll have two different priests going around offering two or three masses each. And so the, the students get to spend as much time as they want and have <laughs> building these altars and they're, they're quite awesome and they're definitely an expression of the, of the group's character. I've seen very, very simple snow altars that's like a three foot tall block of snow and then the students all sit on the ground. I've seen 14 foot tall snow altars where the students build an altar rail and carve benches out of the snow along with a center aisle and they make everything but the roof <laughs> and it's it's pretty incredible what what they do and, and some groups get into it a lot more than others and will like decorate with branches of bruce and other greenery a lot of times students will bring cassock and stripless from the school here and an incense and a thurible, and they'll like really really get into making the mass as sacred as possible while out there and it's really beautiful our chaplain this year and last year father godfrey is from africa and last year was the first time he had like really experienced snow and just kind of fell in love with the snow altars and was just like like a kid in a candy shop he loved he loved the snow altars it was amazing
0: how does the outdoor leadership team prepare freshmen some from places like miami and baton rouge and phoenix who only recently saw snow for the first time
1: the preparation really begins with their 21 day trip so that's, that's when a lot of these folks who've never seen snow before see it for the first time. Even if they're not like getting snowed on, there's snow up in the mountains and they may may not climb high and touch it all the time, but they're seeing it. It's around them and the nights are cold. And that's kind of the beginning, the beginning of it. If they can make it to the 21 day trip, um, odds are they're going to be more cold on that trip than they are on the winter trip. Part of that is because the gear that we bring, right? The, the stuff that we bring is much more appropriate for the winter environment. And so it's it's just warmer. And part of that is also just the, the intent that we have on this particular trip to have fun. And so constantly students are eating, we're playing games, we're moving around, we're staying warm, um, we're staying dry, is is the major thing. So the, the preparation begins with the 21 day trip and just their, their introduction into how to take care of themselves in the back country in general. The second piece of preparation is making sure that everyone has the right gear. So we give them a giant packing list. I go through like with with everyone in the room and I talk through every piece of gear that they're supposed to bring. And I talk about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. For example, we talk about like boots. You could actually get away, say you're on the, you're on the, the group that does snowshoeing. Um, you could get away with wearing your hiking boots from the 21 day trip. Now, in addition to that, you're also gonna have a pair of down booties and a pair of over boots that will keep your down booties dry. (laughs) So the the hiking boots you would wear with a pair of gaiters and your snowshoes, and you're only wearing that while you're hiking. Then as soon as you step out of your snowshoes and into the snow, you're either putting on your overboots or you're putting on your down booties and your overboots to keep your feet warm. So going through things just like in minute, minute detail, talking about what works, what doesn't work. um, And then that is kind of double checked when the freshmen come back and they go through the rental process, very similar to the 21 day trip. And all of, our, all of our leaders who have done the, the winter trip before will actually go through the gear that they have brought, not just what they're supposed to bring, but what they actually brought and said, like, this is going to work, this is good, or no, it's not. You need to rent something better from the OLP. So gear is a major part of that. And then the rest of it is just, yeah, we do a little bit of training before we go out. We talk about how to layer well. We talk about how to exercise and how to eat on our typical outdoor weeks, uh, because... They're fairly strenuous. We eat about 3,000 calories a day um, on the winter trip because we're always moving and because it's so cold. The average daily calorie intake is about 5,000 for the students.
0: So it goes up quite significantly. What sorts of things do the students come back saying,
1: well, I learned this or this was important to me? What What do they talk mm, about? Mo- most of them are very surprised simply by how much fun it was. <laughs> that, that's probably the most common i hear, common thing I hear is that like wow i was terrified going into this and it was actually a lot of fun of those things the things people seem to enjoy the most are actually building the snow altars and participating in mass um, and like recognizing the beauty and creativity that they can have there all of our trips we focus very heavily on the leave no trace principles or lnt for short and that is pretty much what it sounds like right you you want to go in and you want to leave the environment in such a way that other people can enjoy as well. And that's part of being a good steward. The the really unique thing about the winter environment is that we can do so many things that leave a trace, but one that just melts away. So being able to have that sort of creativity to, to build and create is something that students really, really enjoy. The other thing that I hear from students is often just about like, wow. Yeah, I feel like I got to know my class so much better because they're in they're in class with each other they they see each other all the time but for most students they get really close like their freshman year they get really close with the group of people they went on their 21 day trip with and they get kind of close with the group of people that they're in class with every day so their their section that year with the winter trip they're kind of interacting with their class as a whole and they're kind of like oh my gosh like I never hung out with so and so before or I never hung out with like that group of people before, or I never really hung out with the upperclassmen before who are now their leaders. And they really start to integrate into the community a lot more, and it's really cool to see.
0: Well, the students I've spoken with over the years enjoyed the trip so much, they can't wait to get back as leaders for subsequent freshman trips. Mm -hmm.
1: How do we move students from being followers to being leaders in that environment? That's a good question. Part of it is they just enjoy it so much they wanna do it again. <laughs> um, some of them, many many students apply. So this year we have 24 leaders and we had close to 40 people apply to be leaders, um, which is by far the most we've had of any year. And it was really hard to, to figure out who was actually gonna be those leaders. For, for us, it's never been a problem for people to want to do it, mostly because they've just had so much fun. <laughs> Another, another big part of it is we only like part of the selection process is to be uh, to be a leader, you have to have gone through the leader training. So part of it again, starts with the 21 day trip. The students go through the 21-day trip. They accomplish things they never thought was possible. Like they they climb mountains that are 12,000, 13,000 feet tall. They carry a backpack that's like 50, 60, 70 pounds. Some of them. They hike miles and miles every day. They cook food sometimes for the first time in their lives, and they do all these things that they thought they never would have thought possible. And they're being led by their peers. They're being led by former students and current students and they see that and they think well maybe i could do that and so part of part of their evals when they come through a a lot of the a lot of the students are really good because it's been like handed on to them a lot of the a lot of the instructors for the 21 day trip are really good about encouraging them to be like hey have you thought about doing this have you thought about going through the leadership program have you thought about doing that and it's, it's really awesome how much encouragement there is to try out these things. And the students really feel empowered by that. And not only empowered, but challenged to do that. Being like, you know what? I didn't think this was possible. My my leader, who's kind of like my hero now, they're awesome, <laughs> thinks I can do that. And I recognize the the work that it's going to take. And also the the necessary role that it fills here at the school. It's, it's really a great part of my job that I get to be a part of the training of those students. And it's it's also like a big part of my job to like challenge students to step into those roles. Because this, this program doesn't exist without student leaders. And I think that's a big part of it too, is like, it's, it's a need that that is felt by everyone. <laughs> like everyone wants to do the trips and someone has to lead it. And so it's it's a little bit of that challenge. And that's that's a good thing. And I think people respond to the challenge well. Our college website
0: notes, quote, In today's turbulent world, it is essential for future leaders to be prepared physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually to face the major decisions and troubles that lie ahead of them. Wyoming Catholic College's curriculum, spiritual formation, and outdoor program all work together to facilitate the formation necessary for a strong, well-adjusted leader. Close quote. If you know students who would benefit from that kind of spiritual, intellectual, physical, and leadership formation, encourage them to take a look at the Wyoming Catholic College website and to contact our admissions department. Perhaps if it's a high schooler, he or she can be part of our peak program for high schoolers this coming summer. Wyoming Catholic College and Midnight Skiing under the Tetons may be just the place for them. For Wyoming Catholic College, This is Dr. Jim Tonkovich.